In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. All right. Welcome to your first, second, third, fourth hot week of the year. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get my mic in the in the it's, right place here. <laughs> and, it's not, uh, not week. It's just one long, hot day. One long, yes. hot day. And this summer is never going to end. What's good for a really hot day? Beer. Beer. And so Agreed. we have brought some fellas into the studio so they can tell us what their favorite color is. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us what your favorite color is. <laughs> uh, yeah, hi. My name is Andrew Corrales, and, and I like uh, mauve. 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 Like mauve. mauve. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> uh, my name is Justin Wright, and uh, my favorite color is aqua smoke. <laughs> aqua smoke. <laughs> is that even a thing? It's a paint color. It's <laughs> <laughs> Sherman Williams color. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is Evan Smith, and my favorite color is uh, taupe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> taupe. <laughs> taupe. So, taupe. who are you guys? Why yeah. are you here? Yeah. Why, why do we care about you? Yeah. No, yeah, we're... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> just a bunch you of have Why are you on my couch? <laughs> Blue couch. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to your Inquisition. Yeah, thanks for being on the show and the Inquisition. Yeah. But yeah, really. Uh, no, we're with uh, Vanessa House Beer Company. We're uh, a new brewery that's... Uh, not out yet, but we'll be out very soon. So we're getting out and spreading the word and just uh, letting people know about us. And also to let you know, this is a pokey stop. So okay. Okay. If you want to get your phones out and uh, collect some balls. Yeah, I heard there was rare Pokemon. <laughs> so you guys are, uh, are you based out of Oklahoma City? Yeah, so uh, we will be uh, contracting our beer, but, but we all are here locally. We're born, uh, born and bred here, so to speak. Uh, and yeah, but our, our beer will actually be brewed in Missouri, and we're going to truck it back in. It's okay. going to be brewed by O'Fallon okay. uh, out there, and then we're going to truck it back in and sell it. And end goal will, of course, to be have our own brick and mortar, right. you know, here hopefully within you know two years. And that's actually not an uncommon way for breweries here in Oklahoma to start, right? Right, right. No, yeah, there's a lot of uh, contracting that goes on here and nationally. Really, there's you know when we were researching the best way to you know get started. You know, under the way, under the the laws, the way they have been, because um, we have great, yeah, great yeah. laws when it comes to alcohol. You here. really need a good amount of cash to get started, yeah. and you know, contracting kind of hedges that a little bit. And you know, so okay. we just the more we researched into it, it just fit us and what we needed to do. And we talked to a lot of other breweries, uh, you know, not here but out of state too, and especially out of state, more developed markets. They talked about, uh, you know, contracting being in, in California. A brewery we talked to said that was only pretty much the only way to get started out there because okay. funding was in such short supply, Yeah, you know, for uh, a reason of there's just so many breweries out there. 
So how did you guys get started then? Was it just like in a garage or in a kitchen somewhere? And because there's a fourth one of you, right? <coughs> yeah, there's five. There's five. Yeah, oh, there's five. Of us. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, actually five of us total. Two of them couldn't make it. One of them's uh, he may not be breathing. We're not we sure. We are sure. I, <laughs> I saw him before I came in. Yeah. 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 He was, if you want to know what rock bottom looks like, it was, <laughs> we can take you. Yeah, we can take you. Yeah. Are, are you sure we don't need to stop the recording or check on him? Uh, yeah, he's fine. Can we take the recording there? Uh, I, I checked his pulse for our lives. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's Zach Smith. Yeah, way. Zach Smith. Uh, yeah. And yeah, the other one is uh, Nick White. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was just uh, busy, couldn't make it down, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> how did we get started? How did you guys, yeah, yeah. Did you guys get uh, together and uh, decide that you're going to embark on this adventure of starting your own brewery? Uh, yeah, we were all big craft beer fans mm -hmm. um, and really got into the home brewing aspect of it about, what, five years ago, I would oh, yeah. say. Um, and then just spent so much time and you know money in the home brewing uh, side of things and just really enjoyed it and mm -hmm. you know I, at some point actually made a good beer and then so we just said you know maybe we, this is something we should look at doing and actually you know uh, doing you know for our career because we enjoyed a lot more and something we were getting to do with our friends and yeah. you know so I just thought we'd try to take a run at it so to speak. So what have you got uh, on the back burner so far in terms of beers that you've created do you have a, a few already named and recipes yeah, done? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have yeah. a few done. Um, our first one out of the gate is going to be a uh, cream ale, which is a pre-prohibition pre style beer. Um, uses a little bit of adjunct. Um, it's kind of like an American light lager, but we spice it up pretty well with some sweet orange peel and then some Munich to make it a little more bready and a little more flavorful than your traditional right. cream ale would be. And uh, throw in some centennial hops. So there's some hop aroma in there that it's probably not to style, but gives you a little more interesting take on it. Pre-prohibitionary, like what? Mm -hmm. what's the importance of that distinction? I just think it's important because it's a true American style of yeah. beer. Um, it's also pretty approachable, so it won't be something like only your super craft-centric drinkers are going to drink. Um, and um, I think it's a re we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on it, and people really enjoy it. It's a good introductory beer into, you know, like craft beer and stuff like that, okay. so it doesn't, you know doesn't you know scare people off because some you know people who aren't into craft beer like they kind of get scared off by you know certain you know like let's have a imperial stout you know a, mm, it, 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 yeah an ipa like and that's you know like a lot of times when i talk to people about it, they're like i don't i don't want anything hoppy you know or i don't like i don't like dark beer you know or something right. like that so we thought that's a good you know introductory beer because also we kind of came in on different styles ourselves into craft beer like when i first started drinking i was all about like stouts and right. porters and all that so um but we think it's a good place to you know start for some people who aren't I, into that i want to derail on this pre sure. prohibition thing for a second because i'm my wheels have been turning i'm trying to figure out the significance of that so is the idea that we had some american beers being made here Prohibition came in and basically killed that industry. They, yeah, they which, killed yeah, yeah, most they, styles which, except for the American light lager. That's the only thing that pretty much. And so then, lasted. what flooded in probably post-prohibition because we couldn't recover that fast is probably a lot of beers from other countries. Is why we got yeah. so into German yeah. beers and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, am I kind of on yeah. that? Yeah, and we just hit the number of breweries we had prior to prohibition recently. Wow, mm -hmm. like within the last two or three years, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There were a ton before Prohibition, and then so the big guys made it, yeah, and nobody else did. And it's yeah. crazy, too, at least for us in Oklahoma, to hear you say earlier that there are so many hurdles to getting into the brewery market 
due to liquor laws that like basically what you're telling me is since prohibition we <laughs> haven't been able to recover because the laws are still so screwed up. No, yeah, right? Oklahoma's laws have have done nothing but uh, keep the beer industry in Oklahoma from from thriving. Uh, wow. You could say it's kept it damn near dead. You know, there's. There's guys out here that have been doing it. Chalk's been around for a while, mm-hmm. and you know Coop has been around for a good amount of time now, and the Marshals up in Tulsa have been around for a decent amount of time as well. So there's some guys that have gone through it, and there's some guys even more that are popping up more recently, like Roughtail's three years old, guys down in uh, Norman, four or five, two years old. Mustang. Uh, Mustang, yeah. yeah. Iron Monk's two years old. Uh-huh. So there's guys that have figured it out and fought through it. Um, and you know, in our planning, we reached out and talked to all those guys, and they all just said they, they all just talked about the struggles. And it's, you know, it's mainly it mainly becomes that capital inlay that you need to start out under these laws because you really need to buy a pretty decent sized system to make any money without the tap rooms, um, you know. And you can't if you buy that fifteen barrel fifteen barrel system without a tap room, you really got to push your distribution hard because you you just you have to start looking and trying to get some form of economies of scale for that. Mm-hmm. And on the smaller end, if you tried to open up a three-barrel system on and try to run that through production through liquor stores and stuff, you, you're not going to make gonna enough. Keep up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to be able to make any any money at all on that. So it's really just cut cut a whole segment of craft beer out. That really small local micro system that is a real big fuel for a lot of other thriving markets right. you know that's how a lot of these guys get started in other areas there's how how big is Truve up there there like, were three Denver. or five barrels yeah. when we first went and saw them i think they're scaling up i think another good one would be wits in they Wits started Wits on Wits a one in, barrel yeah. system there you go out oh, of wow. denver and have make great beers yeah. won some medals at great american beer festival <laughs> and now they're scaling up to a 15 barrel system but yeah. you know they wouldn't have started here they would have stayed you just stayed out it. of the, right. the yeah. market. Interesting. Yeah. But the good news is, is that 424 did pass, and all that's going to change. So yeah. at least yeah. on the taproom side. And right. So this is where the tap rooms can now sell their beer directly to the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the right. high point beer. Yeah, yeah. the full yeah. strength beer so, you due to 424. And that's going to start what September 1st? Uh, is that no, right? August, August 26th, 24th, 24th, something somewhere out the way. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's yeah on and off premise, right? They can do growlers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can. They can do all, well. It, the laws are right that you can you can sell your your um, your beer. So the, the the craft brewers guild is trying to put together a kind of like a best practices on mm-hmm. what that really means. Um, it, it's not out yet, but I, you know growlers will probably be a part of that, and um, you know definitely on premise pint sales and stuff as well. So fantastic, you know. so, Andrew. You were at. Um the state of the Brunion. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. when was that? Like back in... I don't even remember. Early this year. <laughs> back at Oak and Ore. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Had like a couple February beers or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there was a... We got a lot of this information back then. Um, heard a lot from, I think, Stephanie Bice spoke and mm-hmm. a lot of other guys that are um, heading up some of this change mm-hmm. and yeah. the laws that, yeah, these are guys that have gone out and put in the legwork, figuring this stuff out, mm-hmm. pushing for the changes. Um and then I guess what they were calling the chill bill has now actually gone through. It'll make it uh, st- the state question this November. I think it's now state question 792. Yep, that's what that's the right. chill bill has evolved into. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which 
remind us again of what that entails in that, changing the constitution. <laughs> yeah, so that is a. Well, yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the highlights. Right. Right. So that is a complete <laughs> rewrite of the Oklahoma liquor laws, basically, and it, it will allow for cold storage and sales in liquor stores and, or not, yeah, liquor stores will be able to sell, sell cold beer, grocery stores and convenience stores. Okay. Um, and it changes the constitution to allow that to happen. And it also, the other big point there is that when it changes the constitution and puts a lot of the these things back onto the legislator, legislation to decide, if there's a change that needs to happen in the future, it's not going to be as difficult. You know? it, it won't be a matter of trying to change the constitution. We can now right. do it on yeah. a... Yeah, should, even kill I don't want to derail us, but this is the this is the fear of the right to farm bill is that mm -hmm. it's about to do the same thing to farming that this did to alcohol uh -huh. because it's it's putting a constitutional amendment in to change. So then, if we want to change laws later, it'll be even harder because we're fighting against a constitutional amendment as opposed to. So it's going the other way. It's the other right. way. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, and you don't want to do. Yeah. No, that's, you don't. You don't want to put anything in the constitution like that. That's going to limit because here here's yeah. the result. I mean, look yeah. at what we just talked about. Liquor laws here have basically kept us in the dark it ages. Killed an industry, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, ways, yeah. and that's basically the sim similar to what they're talking so about. So basically, right with now. the state question seven ninety two, we're seeing sort of the the beer industry, the liquor industry becoming unshackled, right. while at the same yeah. time the seven 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 right to farm is actually going the other direction, and it, it would eventually shackle the farming industry, right. which is what we're trying to keep from happening. So yeah. that's a vote yes on seven ninety two, <laughs> vote <laughs> no <laughs> on seven seven seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. Do research. Do this. Yeah. Yeah. Or listen back to all the shows we've talked about. That right. um, what did they say? <laughs> I can't forget what they said. Well, if you refer to this Venn diagram. <laughs> so back to your beers. Like, so you talked about this cream ale as kind of your entry level beer. Like, what's your what's the craziest thing you guys have that you're proud of right now? I, I think um, so. We're going to open with that 401k cream ale. Mm -hmm. uh, 401k is what we call it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I go really good at savings and loan. Yeah. Boom. It's just going to work too. I got to call. I got to hit. We got to hit them up. Shameless, uh, why, why shameless you call plug right there. Uh, yeah. No. So to remind me of how I'm not saving for my retirement and I'm spending it all on alcohol. <laughs> and then you're going to follow up with the, the uh, IRA IP. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. We're uh, stealing that. Right. <laughs> The Roth IPA. Nice, <laughs> like it. Yeah. No, the uh, the funds to create this first beer came from our four hundred and one. Oh, yeah. perfect. So, that's that's awesome. a good story. Yeah. So there's a smart business move. Yeah, that's right. There's going to be some jokes on the labels, or hopefully people find it funny that uh, <laughs> this is a horrible idea to take money out of your four hundred and one k to do something like that, but. It goes back to us uh, really wanting to keep as much of this company ours as we can, especially okay. to start out, um, and doing it as you know, kind of a proof of concept type of thing. We're doing it our, as much on our own as we can to start, uh, and then you know, just just prove ourselves. And you know, we're we're investing, you know, uh, in it. This is this is our beer. This is hopefully what will be the rest of our lives. So yeah, yeah, that's that's really where the name comes from. So a little funny, a little. No, you know, sentimental yeah. at the same time, but and scary, scary, yeah. scary, yeah. scary, a little yeah. terrifying. But wakes me up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Sweats, probably back to our sweats. big, uh, like our other, probably more craft crazies. Probably the the brown, the brown ale, yeah, yeah, our imperial milk brown. Yeah, Ooh. we'll uh, move to that second. Yeah, mm. which uh, um, that one's probably like the big and yeah, it's an eight percent, yeah, brown Ooh. ale. So it's not your traditional brown ale, and we throw lactose in it, which mm -hmm. is not normal. Um, yeah, and we've gotten 
crazy good feedback yeah, on it. Sweet. It was the first recipe I wrote that I didn't like copy anybody else's. I just kind of wrote it. It's like, this is what I like in beer right now. This is kind of what I want to make. And we brewed it in the first batch. It turned out great. And we've gotten nothing but rave reviews since we've we brewed it for probably two or three years. So. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. it's weird, though. You get people who are like, well, you know, like, I'm, you know, they always do that. I'm not into dark beers. We're like, well, here, you know, just try, you know, try it. And they're like, man, that's, you know, they're like, that's good. You know, like, that I normally wouldn't drink. And it's weird because it doesn't doesn't drink like, an, you know, 8%. Like, it's not real boozy, not, mm-hmm. you know, it's just real smooth. And yeah. um, and that's, and, the, and a lot of people, like, love it about that. Um, it's not real roasty. Yeah, yeah either, That's what yeah. kept it away from being a stout, stout or yeah. whatever. It sounds like a dark beer you could drink in the summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would. I've said that before that it's you know they're. Yeah. I think I tend to push the envelope on what I drink when I drink it more so than the rest of them. But. <laughs> yes, he drinks stouts like outside. Yeah, I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go outside. in the yard and I drink love a stouts, stout. but you know when it's 100 degrees <laughs> and I'm sitting out on the patio at a pump, I typically have like yeah. like a Lone Star or something. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go yeah. for the nitro milk stout on <laughs> yeah. yeah. a 100 degree day in the sun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but, you're just cheating yourself right. out of a good time. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is like that. It's a very, you know, easy drinking big beer, I will say. Um, and what's the name of that one? That oh. one, we call it the uh, Fifth Keg <laughs> Imperial Milk Brown. Fifth Keg? Yeah. yeah the, and you'll notice a trend here. That also has a little bit of a story behind it. Um, the Fifth? Yeah, well, <laughs> that could be. That's a good one, too, because at 8%. Uh, who knows what you're going to do. But, um, <laughs> no, we actually lost a keg of that once. Um, and we only had four kegs, we thought. And it, wow. was, and it was one of those things where... How do you lose a whole beer? Right. And we just kept going back and forth on how many kegs we actually had. Is like, yeah, did we even brew this damn thing? Are we sure we had it? And then, so nothing's it, real anymore. It's yeah. just like, <laughs> so we're just like, well, it, well, that's the lost fifth keg beer, and that, nice. yeah, fifth keg beer from that. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah, it was craziness. And I think it was like it was because Zach had been moving. Yeah, yeah Zach yeah. was moving between houses, and so. Uh, we it's just one of those things like did where did it go and, yeah who knows whoever's in that people house started, yeah. 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 Like, F- fingers were pointed like did you <laughs> dump it no you know and yeah it probably got yeah. dumped on accident but probably. maybe we don't you really have any uh, you did, hard evidence you? on anything so. <laughs> well so other like like he was talking about a, a milk stout those don't why are those called milk stouts do those they have use, lactose in them yeah they have lactose okay. yeah. That's, yeah. they're normally called sweet stouts I think in like Europe and stuff yeah okay we call milk stouts because milk Sugar, basically. Yeah, and I guess that's the one, the nitro milk stout, I think is what you were... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we got really excited about, because that yeah. showed up on on tap here in Oklahoma yeah. maybe about a year ago, yeah. I think. You nitro beers go. are really growing, oh, yeah. finally. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have, like, either a secondary gas blender if you're a big bar, or um, a nitro whole setup, so it's kind of a pain in the butt to do if you're well, a Well, generally, a nitro setup would have traditionally back in the day just been for bars that were serving Guinness yeah right? yeah mm-hmm. yeah because they're doing nitro yeah um, so then left hand I think kind of started stealing some Guinness yeah that's yeah so the left hand that's the that's who makes that that yeah. nitro yeah. mix out and, and that's yeah. one of my favorite beers we yep. ran our uh, yeah we did it fifth keg off nitro we did uh, it at OCBF how was it was it just it, yeah it was good yeah it was really smooth. good really good and you know it cascaded really well and um, one lady, when we, she never, I guess, had a beer on nitro, and she's like, "You poured it wrong," and we're like, "We're trying to like, no, this is this is what it's <laughs> what supposed it to be." Like. Yeah. Give it a second. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the theater of it. Yeah. 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 Be patient. Yeah. She's like, "Pour it out." You poured it wrong. No, no, no. It's like if you ever hear anybody complaining about how long it takes to get a Guinness, they haven't been drinking Guinness very long. I know, right? So yeah. I think OCBF. Uh-huh. What is that? Oklahoma oh. Craft Beer Festival uh, it was in June. Okay. All the local guys were out there, um, and we had a lot of people from out of state came in to. 
too, or they have a lot of out-of-state beers as well. They had beers that you actually can't get in the state as well. So it's just uh, Oklahoma's big craft yeah. beer festival. And I think this, yeah, this year was the first year they allowed uh, breweries and planning and home brewers to be a part of it. Oh, wow. Um, we were kind of more in the back, you know, guys at the kids' table, you know, so to say <laughs> there. Like, but we we generated a real good crowd, I think, and also because I think we were putting a lot of energy and people were seeing that and uh-huh. they're like, hey, let's go check them out and stuff. So, but there was also a lot of other great uh, breweries and planning there. Uh, Calibri was there. Mm-hmm. They were right next to us. Uh, uh, Stone Cloud. Um, and Angry Scotsman. I think yeah. I think, I think those. I think we were the four. Was four, 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 four. No, so I think the, there's only so four. There's the four. four. Yeah, the four in yeah. planning. So, so yeah, we, we were. So there's four. There's so there's Stone, three hours. Yeah. Stone Cloud is the one that's moving in. The sunshine. sunshine. The sunshine. sunshine yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Joel. 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 Yeah. Joel. Name. Yeah. Joel is making killer beer. Yeah. Really nice, nice guy. guy. Yeah. That, the beers he brought were on. <laughs> they were board. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. They were really yeah. good. So we got all kinds of new beers on tap mm-hmm. yeah no Where's within coming yeah, yeah with the laws changing there you're just going to be at an explosion and it's already you, you've seen it kind of starting to build because uh, mm-hmm. you know it's at a fever pitch of people wanting the laws changed and and wanting more variety and you've seen like like i said four or five is very new iron monk up there's very new rough tails still relatively new at three years uh you've seen nothing left left open this year friend travis up in uh Broken Arrow. Mm. He's got his Galaxy out, and I think his his Strawberry Blonde is out, out as well. So, yeah, and you know, so it's, it's something else that's kind of cool, you know, for us that we it's going to be kind of cool to be this like new age of brewers coming out. Hopefully, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, you've had people make it under one set of laws, and then you're, there'll be this just like new group the, of folks coming. New in kids and, on the block. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, and so that's kind of a cool thing to be a part of. We think um, there's a, there's there's a beer for you. There, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. We could probably get them to sponsor. Can most we, of yeah. Them what are they doing? So, yeah. They're gonna have them come play an official grand opening party. I don't know. Donnie Wahlberg's pretty a lister. <laughs> so, oh, you know, yeah. like, well, Jordan Knight, we can get. Yeah, him. we can get him. <laughs> <laughs> he might be doing a mac and cheese. Commercial. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the Wahlbergs are all involved in their family hamburger yeah, business. So maybe they could sell that beer there. Sure. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Boom. There we yeah. go. Right. We're just gonna. We have to get into that. There, it's in New York, right? I, I think so. Yeah, we'll have to get in or is it Boston? Boston. Boston. Yeah, Boston. Yeah, I think yeah, they're from yeah, yeah. Boston. Southies. Yeah. And speaking of the watching progression um, of alcohol laws changing, you know, we just got the. Um, approval from the ABLE Commission, you know, with the whole alcohol vodka infusing thing that happened over at the pump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they, they basically, you know, said, yeah. okay, this is an okay thing to do. Right. Everybody, you're cool Chill with doing out. this. Chill yeah. out. Yeah. Infusing is okay. So, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, that's another notch yeah. in the belt of the, you know, being progressive about changing the liquor mm-hmm. laws and the way that, you know, some people can or cannot use some of those old laws to try and do some policing and shakedown yeah. things like yeah. that. We're getting... We're getting it squared away. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the leash yeah, is getting you know longer and longer. So, yeah. Yeah. The public opinion is is or all the polls that I've seen and that have been done in recent years, which they're doing more and more with all this stuff coming up, show that the public is just in favor of things you know straightening out, so to speak. Well, you know, um, so. Well, yeah, because also in the November ballot, we're going to see. Um, the medical marijuana come back up for a vote too. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of progressive things being voted on yeah. um, come did this that, fall. Did they get enough signatures for that? Oh, I, well, you know what? I guess that's. I guess you're right. They are still 
working on signatures. Or still get that tent sitting out there on Northwest Expressway. (laughs) (laughs) Encouraging you to sign in again. Yeah, Yeah. I saw that. They were, uh, yeah, they were at the Thunder game. They've been doing a really good job. Every, like, gathering of any type I've been at, they've been out there with clipboards. Like, they're on it. And Joe Dorman's been heading that up, and he's been, he's been doing a really good job of... Getting getting lots of people involved in the board. So he didn't even it. need to become governor to help get the issues <laughs> yeah. that yeah. passed. I mean, yeah. I'd much rather have him as governor. Uh, yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, who's Vanessa? Question of the day. Is she got all these stories? Oh, so now that means it's going to turn out to be somebody's mom. That's my mother. That's my mother. This interview's over. She's the one that's She's the all one right. who stole all five of our hearts. No, uh, <laughs> it's Nick's ex-wife. Yeah, it's Nick, yeah, yeah. Since Nick can't be here to defend himself, yeah, it's what Evan said. His ex-wife. No, no. It, you know, it, it, it's we we named it that pretty much for that question. At the end of the day, we're like, you know, people are going to ask, and we're going to get to tell a story. So it's obvious it's something we like to do. And uh, when we start trying to find a, a name for a brewery, we went through a lot and. With, uh, I think it's up to 4,000 breweries now yeah. in the United States. Uh-huh. Um, if you think you have a really witty craft beer name, <laughs> you are I can guarantee wrong. you somebody <laughs> has it. Yeah. Um, and so we we just went we went through a lot. And at the end of the day, we were like, we got to find something that means something to us. And in college, uh, we all lived on 2107 Vanessa mm-hmm. Drive in Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, so, okay. When ah. we get when we would get around and we try to figure this stuff out, it would a lot of times if we're having a beer, it would digress into, you know, what gentlemen like to do a lot of times is just uh, reminisce and BS about the good old days at the Vanessa house. Is what Back when I could run and gun so. and we, <laughs> yeah, and gunner. yeah, and we, you know, so it's a house that means a lot to us. If we didn't live there, yeah. uh, they were there all the time. I think Evan and Evan and Nick are the only two that didn't live there, but they were there all the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean at Thinking back on it, we could probably legally charge Evan rent. Like, yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. so you know, we could probably Can we get charge that rent on a couch. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's, it means like uh, Zach met his wife at the Swatter. house. One of our <laughs> other roommates met a wife there. So a lot of good times. A lot of the traditional college good times happened there for sure. Yeah. Uh, but you know, but a lot we of coming of age yeah. and all that. Good stuff. Right. We weren't a fraternity. That we were not. There was a rumor going around that that's, were, that we were a fraternity. Yeah. That was. So we had fifteen members. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no one knew, like, because they're like, yeah, they got, like, yeah, he's a 15, they're a fraternity bunch, you know, it's they an animal asexually. house. Yeah. <laughs> makes no sense. They kept it just splitting, yeah. you know. <laughs> like starfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a bunch but, of crazy kids over there. Yeah. Their Vanessa house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it so, was not quite in the tradition of Animal House, but close. Close, yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. It was our own version. I would yeah. say, yeah. House, yeah. There you go. That, we that'll did work. a lot of zany stuff, like wall ball during a blizzard on ice. On ice, yeah. yeah. I don't know how somebody didn't break a leg. Yeah, but wall ball on ice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Airsoft gun wars in the house. Oh, in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of like little. Uh, it looked like the wall had acne. <laughs> so, and we lived there for probably about two years. So, just I'm yeah. pretty sure they kept our deposit. So, oh yeah. 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 And you said this was down in Norman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E- East yeah. Norman. Yeah. One day we'll get enough money to so buy the house. Yeah. One day yeah. we'll be able, we'll buy the house, move it to where we can. It's like yeah. right in the middle of residential neighborhood. Over. Yeah. We would turn it into something. <laughs> yeah, we have like to buy it and move it. It'll be like the patriarch or something. You know, yeah. you make that the the Vanessa yeah. house. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. you got to at least like take a picture of it and. You Use that like on your beer label or something, or yeah. Actually, it's 
our overall label, we kind of started with that, but then it ended okay. up. Okay. You know, our first the first draft that had the house on it looked like something from Archer Farms, but yeah, <laughs> like, so we kind of yeah. away from it. Is this a Target beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but actually, it's funny if you go Google if you go to Google Maps and you zoom into the house, it's still our cars in the driveway. Yeah, <laughs> it actually yeah. comes up as it's, our cars in the driveway. It's, it's so. Zach's old Civic and my old Camaro, like yeah. just sitting out there. Yeah, what bitches. year was your Camaro? It was an 01, and oh, I didn't okay. have like an IROC Z28, you know, like eighty something. Yeah. <laughs> Your bitching Camaro. My bitch. That's right. The bitching Camaro. Like, yeah. It was pretty sweet. I was just revving it out in the driveway all day. <laughs> so that's all you do. You just go out there and just in the driveway. Yeah, and you hear these the... six cylinders? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> huh? That's Flowmasters on there, huh? What you know about that? Uh, good times at that house. Uh, so when the beer comes awesome. out, where where can we look for it? Where where can we plan on going to get it once it's available? Uh, it's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be in bottles. It'll be in bottles first and be on, on tap. And we've. We've got some uh, connections already made and some, you know, got more uh, sales meetings to make, of course, but uh, we're pretty set on uh, an opening party at Slaughter's Hall. Cool. Excellent. So yeah. those, those guys, been they reached out to us like super early and just said, hey, we know you guys are uh, brewing planning. So we met and talked with them. And, you know, I think that'll be a good place to especially launch that, that cream oh, ale, that, that, that particular beer there. Um, but... You know, it'll it'll be everywhere. We plan to be up in Tulsa as well, uh, for sure. We've reached out and got to do some more work up there to to get it on tap and whatnot. But yeah, and across the state. For sure. So you were at OCBF. Any plans on trying to get yourself into the Great American Beer Festival in Denver for next year? Uh, next year, probably not. Would be my guess. But uh, you know, not with that def- attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do, man. I mean, I was yeah. up there anyway. But yeah. you know, if you needed some roadies or something, you know. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. So the, the first cra- the first time I went to the Great American Beer Festival, there was I think Chalk was the only Oklahoma brewery yeah. there. There might have wow. been one other mm-hmm. one. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that was it. And at that time, I wasn't a big fan of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of disappointing to go around and see all these other states, you know, greatly represented in Oklahoma, still sucking it on the beer front. <laughs> but I know now there's a much larger contingent that goes to GABF. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely more people go. Um, we, we definitely, I mean, I think all breweries, that's a big aspiration for them to be uh-huh. there. So. It's the funnest beer gathering. Oh my god, it's a blast. In the world. Well, I'm sorry, blast. I've never been to Oktoberfest in Germany, but for in the States, like for a large number of people gathering yeah. to drink beer, it doesn't get better than that. I don't really remember. So. Right? <laughs> I, I didn't get a go. So. Three hours of drinking beer, one ounce at a time. Yeah. But we went 70,000 people. Yeah, we went two years ago. And so, yeah. did, did we go to all. We just went to you one went session. To more than, right? I've never done that. No, you we went, went to more to one than one session. session. We just went to one session. We went right? okay. free drink, I think, at Wits End, uh-huh. maybe True, and then went over. Uh, yeah, I remember Bert drove us, but yeah, and Good we old Bert. we were there for <laughs> what two or three days before, and we spent a day in Fort Collins. Yeah. And, oh, nice. Yes, to, did you go uh, to New Belgium. Yep, yep. We did the Odell. New Belgium. Odell. Um, oh, Oscar yeah. Blues. Yeah, Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues? The Lions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah what we, you can get went, yeah. the Oscar Blues beers here now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. yeah. they just moved in. So, Mama's yeah. Little Pills. Is that what it, Yellow Little Pills. Yep. Yeah. Dales. Yeah. Dales. Dales. Yeah. So, uh, it was a good time, but yeah, it's, it's definitely an aspiration. Next year, let's go ahead and just say yes and say yeah. yes. Yeah, it's all yeah, just yeah, that's just what I, yeah. 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 I wanted to hear. Yes, it's a I campaign wanted that commitment. Promise. Yeah, there we go. We will there definitely be there yeah. pending. <laughs> well, what about, did you make your pretzel necklaces when you went? 
Uh, we were underprepared. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have food. I don't think we ate before we went in. That's, no, just, I think that's just dumb. The yeah. time frame of everything, tickets have probably just gone on sale for I this think, year's. I think they were going typically. on sale. Typically. Yeah. July. Second. Oh. The second through the fourth, I think. August like 2nd. Pre-sale. Okay. For yeah. Pre-sale. Mm-hmm. No, um, previous years I, I would buy them like somewhere towards the end of July. I think it's a yeah. lot of one of the things a lot of people don't know about the Great American Beer Fest is that people will make these pretzel necklaces. Like when we yeah. went, we just took um, some twine and then you buy a big bag of rolled gold pretzels and you just put yeah. them on this, so you have this pretzel necklace right. to wear. And it was like 2007 or 2008. There was some beer festival here in Moore. That was in like a I don't know Harley Davidson dealership parking lot or something like <laughs> Sponsored that. Sponsored by KRXO. Yeah, yeah, and it was I think it was in the middle of August. So it was you know 100 degrees outside, right. and we go down there like three o'clock, and there was 15 of us that went, and we all made pretzel necklaces because we're thinking, well, it's a beer festival, yeah. and you make pretzel necklaces, yeah. and we walk into this place, and we're just like, where did you buy those pretzel necklaces? <laughs> I was like, well, I didn't buy them, we just made them. I'm like, I'll give you five dollars for that. It's <laughs> like we should have made a whole bunch more yeah, of these. Yeah, yeah, you made a deal. Killing. People were like taking pictures, like yeah. let's get a picture of the people wearing the pretzel. Yeah. yeah, they were the trendsetters. This is a game changer. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not that they were trendsetters. It's just that the event was in Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we were just the only ones that had the knowledge at the time. Yeah. Well, there was at a at Oklahoma Craft Beer Festival. There was people doing the pretzel necklace as well, and there was one guy or a couple of them that they stepped their game up. I guess they had the pretzel necklace, and then they had Slim Jims around them. No way! Yeah, way. Yeah, it was, I was like, wow, that is. Now you're talking. I know. I was I like, that is. Pretzel necklace and raise your Slim Jim. <laughs> yeah, Slim, I was like, this. Are those Slim Jim earrings? Those are amazing. <laughs> hey, I was like, can we put a Slim Jim in a beer? Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh my god. Well, I think it's okay. Yeah, let's just, yeah. Let's just take one and just Randall. Well, Randall. Slim, yeah, Randall yeah, Slim Jims, yeah. <laughs> Call it the Macho Man, you know? Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. This goes like my boy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but. Yeah, uh, Slim Jim beer. I'm, I'm trying really to imagine how that's I'm like pondering this right yeah. now. Yeah, it's, like, I was like, hmm. How would that taste? Oh, awesome. Or, or literally just take, you know, uh, you go to the store and buy those boxes of the mini Slim Jims. Yeah. The, like literally just put those in the beer. There you yeah. go. Like, yeah. uh, unwrap. So we did that yeah. tricking the beer, it, fish it out. Beer, yeah. What was that? There was something in like the 90s where somebody was, they were putting stuff in like cans of Coke or something and you pop top and it would pop up. That's right. Yeah. And then, like, people started dying or something. <laughs> they were <Yeah>. choking on them. It sounds like a really bad idea. Like, like a prize or something. Like, you yeah, pop the top had and it was, it was floating, so mm-hmm. it, would, it would float up out of the like, spout. Yeah. In, in the Coca-Cola liquid yeah. itself? Yeah. Wow. Now, there were, now, you're also thinking of, like, I remember this in high school. Surge did a deal once oh, where yeah. every, like, 200th bottle of Surge, they put it in the soda machine t- with a t-shirt compressed in the bottle yeah. so you bend at it and you get a t-shirt nice. but this was actually yeah. something in the liquid actually wanted the soda. Yeah. Right. No, this was something this. that was in the liquid like and well, the idea no, was like coca-cola a, know that it, it corrodes everything that it touches so whatever you put in there is yeah well this was again, before it science wasn't a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> this was in the 1800s yeah, yeah. and i do remember a lot of fallout from either like contaminating the liquid or like People not knowing it was in there were drinking it. Just chug it. Just get caught. Just chug it. Here's what we do. Pop a beer in a Slim Jim shoe. Here's what we do instead. Imagine like your your little thing of um, Capri Sun, and you know yeah. how that straw is glued on the side of the yeah. 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 Slim Just glue a Slim Jim on the side of the beer. There you go. Boom. Here's your beer and rip the Slim Jim off the side. You know, like people used to say oranges or something, but now Slim Jims. That's. 
You don't want some dinner? You just toss him a can with the Slim Jim yeah. moment. This is definitely one of those moments where you're like, how did we start talking about Slim Jim? Slim Jim yeah. And it was my fault. It was yours. <laughs> it was. Somebody had one on a pretzel necklace. It's, uh, yeah. 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 They were like. Right. Yeah. So, the, so would you recommend then the going to the OCBF? That was a good time. Yeah, what, the tickets like sixty bucks or something. Uh, yeah, so gripe about something. There, uh, okay, there was some issues with uh, the fees associated through Ticketmaster. I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, there, there was, was like a twelve dollars yes. service fee. Yeah. Yeah. that's why I didn't. It go. was insane. <laughs> I was gonna go last minute, and I, it was a twenty dollars service 20, fee. Yeah, I literally didn't and go like, because of the I'm service out. fee. Why, how how was the Oklahoma yeah. Craft Beer Festival using Ticketmaster for their ticketing? It had so they moved it from. In years past, it had been at Tapworks, and it moved to Cox Convention Center, and it had something to do with that. Yeah, if, with uh, with working with Cox, they had to. I believe that was the reason that they they had to go with Ticketmaster. I think kind of late in the game, they got those fees straightened out and reduced, but it was in some ways the damage had, the damage done. Yeah. had already the damage been done. done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was still a really good turnout, but yeah, no, it was disappointing that that, that was an issue, and I the um, there was a VIP session. Uh-huh. It was a little bit more expensive, I believe. Yeah. And you go, but you got like a, a nice glass. Okay. Glass, glass. Remember glass to take. <laughs> Don't drop that one. Oh, and there. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Every yeah. time you'd hear a glass, like the whole place would erupt and yes. like clap. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was great. And I, we got to throw a shout out out to to Joe. Quinlan and the folks at Tapworks over there, Greg Powell and the rest, for for allowing the the homebrewers and yeah. the the uh, guys in planning the homebrewers to, home to um, be there. They do a little homebrewers gathering at the Tapworks still. Mashed yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Mashed, mashed in. in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it was it was really cool to be a part of that. We've we've been able to to port some other things based on it being you know a charitable event and through that license we can do that but uh and that was too all that money went is supposed to go back to guild and tapworks and you know through charitable means but um but being able to pour at that event is just such a great opportunity for guys that are trying to get their name out there again most i think this is probably true of all people all the guys starting that we're definitely strapped for cash so any way we can get our name out there is is good and that's that's a way to do it and and it was just it was a great experience for sure. Well, well speaking of what you uh, you guys are on social media, uh-huh. you can find you on Facebook, yep. Twitter, and whatnot. What's your handles? Uh, Facebook handles? Yeah. is uh, uh, the company. Dusty Cobra. No, so Twitter is VH Beer, and we're Vanessa House Beer Company on. Instagram and we have a Pinterest now actually Ooh, yeah this is new we just started it it's kind of it's, it's it, fledgling it's, it's, it's only been over like a week or two you're like planning your wedding on I think it. it's, yeah, no. I think it's, it's Andrew <laughs> planning his yeah, wedding yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> planning something yeah yeah but it's something new that we're trying out and we got a Snapchat as well we do have a Snapchat I honestly Nick has the he's got the password he hasn't given it to me yet super secret yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. expect yeah, a lot the Snapchat of, and Pinterest are new, but we so those are in, in development. But the uh, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, definitely look us up on that for We're sure. We're on uh, Live Journal and Zanga, you know. So. <laughs> MySpace. MySpace, 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 yeah. <laughs> so. I actually went and pulled up my old MySpace page the other day. <laughs> so wasteland. Yeah. Oh, I, I looked up I, my Zanga account. There was yeah. I remember I did that one time <laughs> trying to get like a picture from my old MySpace account. And apparently, like at the time, it sent an email to like it, everybody, yeah. like, "Hey, Justin's back on MySpace," and it's like <laughs> it's like super desperate. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, Come back and join him. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, got, you got kicked off of Facebook yeah. for some reason. Yeah. You had to drop back down to MySpace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Siberia social Tom sold that shit a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what Tom is up to these days. Uh, I don't know. Kicking it on a beach somewhere yeah, and probably 20%. Yeah. Works for WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. <laughs> he squandered it all and is like working at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> He's like laying in some house doing heroin. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I don't mean to talk bad about you. Sorry. Yeah. Let us know you're doing okay. Yeah, 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 yeah drop a line. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's, okay. just, let's do lunch about it. <laughs> so, so again, you guys are Vanessa House Beer. Beer company. Beer company. Beer Co. Yeah. Beer Co. And uh, so, yeah, everybody out there, keep an eye out for these guys. We've got the 401k Cream Ale mm-hmm. coming up in the uh, September. fifth keg. September for the 401k. Uh, September, late September, early October. And hopefully we can get the fifth keg out by the, you know, in those cold months, first of the year. And that's going to be here before you know it. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. I know. Right? Jeez. Not soon enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I look forward to, to drinking a, a 401k. I don't know, patio somewhere in October when it's nice and cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you got the Sutter's Hall launch yeah. party. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll probably be at the end of September. We're still working through some details on that. Uh, but yeah, look out on that. It'll be a good time. Uh, we'd like to get as many people out to that as possible. And, um, place. Yeah. Pack it and Absolutely. get shirts. Right. Do those guys at the old house on Vanessa Street know that you guys have started a. Probably not. Uh, My guess is probably. there's like a, probably like a three child family there at this point, just, you know, living the life that you're supposed to, and not knowing all the. All the, the horrors. The horrors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If these walls could tell. Yeah. <laughs> not knowing what happened. They're going to find that out and be like, <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> Uh, I look forward to you guys getting us drunk. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. We'll get together and have a beer once have a beer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, well, thanks, Andrew. And Justin and Evan, we really yeah, appreciate no you guys problem. being thanks here. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yes. thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Yeah. Great guys, job. have a good week. Be cool out there. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome! That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. Woo! I'll be free.